Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legends. I am, of course, William Ramon, and on the other line is Macaulay Matthew. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? I'm good, man. Glad to have you on the show, man, as always. Likewise. Thank you. And I'm glad to have you guys on the show, too, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, checking out this episode of, of Sports Urban Legends. And uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about uh, – we're going to tip off with Knicks basketball with the Knicks, um, you know, firing David uh, Fisdale. We're getting to that, you know, our thoughts on it and uh, who should be his eventual replacements, uh, replacement as the head coach. Uh, we'll also talk about the rumor um, surrounding the Mets and them getting a new owner, you know, a billionaire – Steve Cohen, we're going to get into that. Um, you know, we're also going to talk about, um, you know, the WWE and anything else you, you, you guys would love to talk about. But, um, of course, most importantly, you know, we'd love to hear from you what you got to say. And, um, of course, you know, we want to hear from you and, uh, you know, talk talk about any of these topics. And, of course, uh, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. We'd love to hear from you. So with that said, let's just um, – yeah, dive into the biggest story of uh, the week, and that's the eventual and the official firing of David Fisdale. And um, if you're if you're an NBA fan, and if you're especially a Knicks fan, uh, like myself, you knew the writing was on the wall that it was going to come down soon, especially after the Knicks, you know, not only losing in horrible fashion as they usually do, but Apparently, for the first time ever, they lost back-to-back games by at least 30-plus points, which I thought that was, a, I mean, a right to passage to be a Knicks player, you know, in the past, <laughs> the last 20 yeah. years, because we lose all the time. I mean, I was shocked that was a record, because I thought we lost, lost by at least 30 points all the time. I guess what happened with us is that we, we um, you know, we probably lose by 30 points, then we lose by, I don't know, 29 points. Then we lose by a point, by a, a a dagger three, you know, or we miss a free throw and we lose the game. And then we lose by like 45 points again. So I guess somehow for the first time ever, this is the first time that we we lost back-to-back 30-point game, which was in, in itself surprising to me because I thought it was, you know, the norm for us. But sure enough you know, history was being made. And um, 
apparently they had David Fisdale um, to, to give, you know, they had a meeting with him, how to improve the team. And then hours later, you know, they shook his hand and everything. And then hour, uh, a few hours later, they, they give him the ax, which I don't know. I had a feeling it was going to go down on Friday. And sure enough, it did. So here's my thoughts on it. Am I surprised David Fisdale got fired? No. Do I think it's fully his fault that he got fired? No. Do I think he's the only person that should be fired in this? No, I don't. Here's what I think. I think he takes the point, the blame because, you know, he, I feel that he should have played. This This is supposed to be a youth movement. Yeah, we we, we signed $70 million of veterans, but I, I feel that he should have, he should have played as much as I like Fisdale as a as a person, you know, he seemed, you know, he seemed like a cool dude. But, you know, bottom line is, man, like Parcel says, you are what your record says you are. And yeah. it's not fully his fault. But what I will blame him for is that, you know, we're supposed to have a youth movement and he's not, he's just playing these, um, these these mercenary these mercenary guys that guys are who who aren't going to be on the team in the next five well in the next case ten twenty years when the Knicks are finally good or respectable again when star players will actually want to come to the Knicks you know none of these guys are going to be here you know what I'm saying other than Randall you know I, I, actually Morris has been playing. Uh, his, he's been playing a lot better than anybody right now. He scored 25 points in a losing effort, uh, 104 to 103. You know, under uh, Mike Miller, the new interim coach, and uh, you know Randall. I mean, it's 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 either between those two guys who should be starting, and then it should be just a youth movement. You should have R.J. Barrett, which obviously that goes without saying, the rookie, the phenom young rookie playing. You should have Kevin Knox playing. I mean, he's had a few games where he didn't even play, period. He should be playing. Um, yeah, I guess you got to play Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, you guys you guys made the trade, the Porzingis trade for him. You got to, you know, see what you got in that guy. And then and Nilekina, man. Put it, he, shows, he showed some, some games where he's, um, like, you know, that he showed some promise. I mean, not an all-star by any chance of the imagination. There was one game he, he finished, I think, 9-9-9, nine, nine, and nine. you know? I mean, so I think he, he should be he should be starting at least to the point. They should be giving these guys at least until the the, the whole season, at least until the all-star break, especially with Nelikina, to see what you have with this guy. Because we're not going to win anything. I mean, I understand Fisdale was in a horrible situation. He was a lame duck coach, so, you know, he had to – do whatever you could to try to squeeze out some wins, but unfortunately, you know we're on a nine-game losing losing streak now after this loss tonight. And um, before today's game, you know, basically, you know we we had we have the worst start in franchise history. So, you know, he's a lame duck coach. You know, he's gonna want to play the the, the uh, veterans because they they would you know theoretically on paper make them you know be ready to win more but obviously that's not the case man it's just a mismatch of of veteran guys who who um you know who hasn't gelled together you know we the the Knicks 
roster look like the island of misfit toys, man. They're not, they're not gelling together, man. They're, it's the same old Nick story. You know, we got guys, you know, on paper who, who play hard, who plays defense, who could score. And afterwards, they don't, they don't do nothing, man. They lose by the same way. They lose when they're down, when they're down by three, final seconds, they try to, they try to, they try to score a layup and, and draw a foul, which never works. When they're down a point, a point, instead of just, you know, driving into the hole for a, for a hoop, they got to try to shoot a three and miss. It's like this team, this team, man, and we always fall for the same thing. Oh, man, these guys, man, they play hard. Yeah, they lost by, by 25 points, but, yeah, man, they play hard, man. Like, yeah, they had, like, a 27-point a lead going to the fourth quarter, and then they blow the game. But, yeah, they show promise. I mean, come on, man. This this is the same Knicks team we've been seeing for the past twenty years, man. It's you the know. same old story, man. It's same, the same old, old story. story, especially since two thousand and one. Because ninety nine, you know, we went to the finals. You know, you know th- th- that was the last hurrah for the Knicks. The following year, two thousand, you know, they lost in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, that's still part of the the that's the beginning of the end. You know, that's part of the old guard of the Knicks. But 2001, man, that, to me, was the beginning of the end for the Knicks, you know. And they haven't been the same, you know, with the exception of the 2013 season, you know, with Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, those guys. That's literally, literally the only time the Knicks was respectable in the NBA. Other than that, it's just been dreadful, absolutely dreadful to be a Knicks fan. And as of right now, me and McCauley, as we speak, you know, we're in different locations. I'm at my house. He's at his house. But I promise you, we're, we're both probably wearing paper bags over our head, you know, because <laughs> of the, the, the state of the, you know, the Knicks right now. You know what I mean? It's it's just, it's dreadful. And, um, yeah, I, I'm going to hear what your thoughts about that, and then I'll tell you who I think, um, you know, might be their, you know, replacement, you know, to uh, replace Fisdell officially. Or Mike Miller in this case, and she's the interim. Well, I mean, this team they have talent. All right? It's not like they have a bunch of bombs playing. I mean, they have some guys that could play, but every year it's the same thing. They can't play defense, and they give up this, these big leads in the second half. They even get blown out by thirty, and they're always giving up open three pointers. I mean, no matter what Nick team, going back for a long time, they always seem to give up open threes. I don't get it. They need a guy who could come in here, coach coach this team about defense, team defense. That's what they need to start with and let the offense come later. But these guys, they cannot play team defense well. I mean, we've been seeing it for the last decade. It's very discouraging, you know, and pathetic to watch at times. But, I mean, Fisdale, I mean, he wasn't here for that long. I mean, yeah, I don't think the Knicks gave him a fair chance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but then again, you know, his coaching wasn't that great either. So, mm-hmm. but then again, I don't see who, what coach they can bring in here that could change his team right now. I mean, there's, there's no good coaches out there right now. Who are you going to bring back, Van Gundy? I mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to bring him back. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's sale, a sale, man. Yeah, I'd love to see him back, but they're not gonna bring him back. No, that should. I mean, maybe Mark Jackson. That's you know? 
that's the guy. That's the guy who I want to be the coach of the Knicks. Of the Knicks, I think that that guy he he has instant cachet, man. Being a a star, a star, um, you know, Nick player, you know, a guy who's 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 had, who's practically done it all, you know, yeah. in the league. He would be he would be the NBA version of, of Beltran. Obviously, he has a lot more experience than Beltran. You know, coaching the Golden State Warriors. You know, basically, you know, he he's Buck Showalter. You know, he 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 set that foundation for that team. He yeah. got the axe, and then afterwards, uh, Steve Curry. You know, basically, um, Joe okay. Torre and Bob 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 Brindley. I mean, Steve yeah. Kerr. I mean, Steve Kerr. Yeah. I've come by. You know, that's how how you know cohesive the 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 Golden State Warriors. I come. <laughs> you know, they Voltron. You know, Steve Kerr and Steve, uh, Stephen Curry. They they formed Voltron to be you know the you know eventual what three time world champions. You know, during yeah. that run, so. And oh yeah, here's another reference. Here's another segue to the Knicks. You know he he made he he you know he shot out a, t- a tweet, uh, Steve Kerr, and basically said, um, you know this this firing of uh, David Fizzles that would have essentially been him, you know, because I mean the Knicks you know Knicks don't have no patience. You know it's like every two years we gotta we gotta look for a new head coach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, New York Knicks sign you know. This guy for to a four year or five year contract. By at the end of the year two, it's like Knicks are are report of fire their manager, their their head coach, and they're looking at X, Y, and Z, who's literally going to just be there for two years. Yeah. So, I mean, it really, I mean, it really doesn't matter, you know, like who they hire, you know, unless they they get their head right, because yeah, Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson would be my ideal head coach. Or Van Gundy, but I don't think Van Gundy's gonna come back. You know, it'd be it'd be like hiring Bobby Valentine with the Mets. You know, they've been there, done that. You know, the the, the guy has taken them, you know, to the finals. But you know, they want to move in. They want to move in a different direction. So yeah, I don't think I don't. I, you know, I hope they hire um, you know, one of those two guys. You know, I don't think they're gonna hire. I don't think they're gonna hire um, Hewing. You know what I'm saying, but a move that you know some people might even find surprising is that maybe they might even even hire Becky Hammond, which would be the what the first time a major you know a major team, especially in this city, you know, hiring a a woman head coach. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. You know what I mean? Shoot, the way how the Knicks are, they might even hire Becky Lynch because she might be the right <laughs> man. She might be the man for the job. You never know. She is the man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you never know. You know, if, hey, if she could help with who the championship, I mean, you know, she played with the Liberty. Hey, I mean, I'm I'm down for it if, if she'll turn this franchise around. But um, obviously she's been a – you know, assist, she's been an assistant coach with uh, Popovich for the longest time. Yeah. And, um, you know, she she was his, um, you know, top assistant since, what, last year? So, I mean, she does have the credentials. I mean, you know, she does know basketball, you know, playing with the WNBA. Obviously, you know, WNBA and NBA are different, in, you know, in some aspects. But, you know, basketball is basketball. 
But to but to be honest with you, the way how the Knicks is, um, I think they should hire somebody who's who has you know head coaching experience in the in the game. So I would, if it was up to me, I'd hire either Van Gundy or or uh, Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson would be my choice. But you know, all I care about is that they make the right choice. Well, right now they have Mike Miller the mm-hmm. assistant coach as the interim coach. People mm-hmm. thought it was Mike Miller who, who was a former <laughs> player. But right. it's not my, the former player. It's just other, the other Mike Miller who coaches us. But right. right now he's coaching the Knicks and who long, I don't know how long he's going to last. So, mm-hmm. But hey, Mark Jackson wouldn't be a bad fit or, you know, you mentioned Patrick Ewing maybe. Um, I would love to see Becky Hammond. You know, become mm-hmm. the first female coach in the NBA. That'd be great. So, yeah, any of those four choices, you know, if they, you know, they um, they get their head right and and put the players, the pieces together, you know, and stop overspending for mediocre to decent players. You know, they could, they, they, who knows? They could turn around. Am I, am I gonna go to the whole? Oh, if we, you know, Anthony Davis or. Or um, the Greek freak and all this stuff. I'm done with that, man. I'm done with, the, done with, this, with all these these hypothetical scenarios because let's face it, people don't care about the Knicks anymore. People don't care about the only way people are gonna care about the Knicks is, is if you have, you know, a player who has, you know, who has the, the courage, man, to to want to take on the city and embrace the city, carry mm-hmm. on it on his back and do it. Right. These modern day players, man, they just they want they want the easy way out, man. They wanna they wanna make sure they got five of their buddies on the team, you know, to try to do something. They don't wanna be they don't wanna be the man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They wanna they wanna you know what I'm saying? Like the, these you know a lot of these players, man, they just wanna build super teams all over the place, man. I mean look at look at look at K D and, and Kyrie, man. It, <laughs> shoot. They they came to the coming to the Knicks as humanly possible. That they they went to the nuts, you know. Who I, I mean, obviously they're clearly a better team, but you know, and of course Durant was taking shots at the 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 um the the Knicks, basically saying they're not cool. But dude, if you and Kyrie are a player of that that caliber, would have came to the Knicks, you better believe the Knicks would have been cool. They would have been building a statue for you guys right outside Madison Square Garden instead of you guys putting up billboards across from Madison Square Garden trolling the Knicks, you know, I mean, come on. Yeah, but, you know, we can't focus on guys who don't want to come here. We yeah, got to focus on what we have right now, you know. And That's my point. The, you know, this team that we have, this organization, they have to find, they have to find the right people to coach them, you know, and to create the right scheme because right now it's the same thing. We've been watching no defense, mm-hmm. you know, offense. Sometimes these guys are just – out there just shooting up shots, bad shots, and just, uh, you know, it, I mean, crazy shots when they're not supposed to in crucial moments. I don't know, man. It, it seems pathetic. I feel you, man. I'm like, I want to go to a Nick game if for a discount. I don't care. Yeah, even if they're getting it for free. No. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Where are they playing now? Man, shoot. I'm avoiding them like the plague, man. Yeah, it should. Shoot. It's ridiculous, man. This is this is embarrassing, man. A change has to come, man. Like, 
you know what I mean? Like they they gotta they got they they fire they fire um you know they fire um Fizdale. You know, it fizzled out for him in, in New York, you know. Mm-hmm. But Scott Perry and Steve Mills, they better make the right moves because um, they, sh- they should be out the door too if they don't right. improve this team. You know, yep. and they're thinking about maybe hiring uh, Masai Ujiri, you know, the uh, Toronto Raptors, um, you know, GM. You know, the guy who, before he, he got the title in uh, Toronto, this past year, he was most famous for robbing, you know, you know, you know, doing all these crazy moves. I think he did the, the influence Carmelo Anthony trade. Mm, wow. You know, he was in this, I think. You know, so he's been known to, um, you know, be, being a shrewd um, GM. So if they if they fire if they do fire Scott Perry and um, Steve Mills, which Steve Mills, I don't think he's ever going to be fired because he's been a you know a, a long time friend of uh, James Dolan. Yeah, and unless it's Steve Steve Cohen buys the team, hmm. um, Scott uh, not Scott Perry, um, um, Steve Mills isn't going anywhere. No, honestly. But, but shifting gears to the Mets, and um. Man, uh, this 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 rumor or news, I should say, is is spectacular, man. This if this deal goes down and becomes official, this will be Christmas for for Mets fans all over the place, man. Because reportedly, um, Steve Cohen, I mean, is a who is currently a minority owner with the New York Mets. He is in negotiations with the Wilpons so that he could become a majority owner of the team, maybe even as early as um, as the ink dries uh, this year, you know, to be the ma- the majority owner. Because uh, you know, as of right now, if he does, if the deal goes through, he would be um, uh, he would have more than fifty percent of the the um ownership of, ownership of the Mets and reportedly um by year 5 he would have 80% of the ownership and mm-hmm. during this 5 year this 5 year um transitional period um uh, the Wilpons would be the figureheads of you know this uh this uh this new phase this new era of the Mets and then after that that fifth period uh the fifth year you know, uh, Steve Cohen would fully own, you know, would be fully in charge of the Mets. And there's even a bigger rumor, which I hope this is the case. If he does sign with the Mets this offseason, and of course, getting the approval of M- MLB and its owners, you know, he he would be, um, he would drastically make the Mets spend the money because, you know, this guy, you know, he grew up a Mets fan. His family is Mets fans, and he desperately wants to turn the Mets franchise around and make it the way Nelson Doubleday, you know, wanted it to be if he had, you know, full control of the Mets, you know, in the, the 90s before he uh, bought he got bought out by, um, you know, Wilpon in, I, I think, 2002, and basically, you know, the 
eventually led to the whole Madoff situation, and Mets have been known, with the exception of 2005, you know, when they got Manaya and he he spent the money on Beltran and um, and Pedro, and then of course uh, traded for Delgado in 06, you know, after Delgado, um, you know, basically, you know, this the, the Mets and signed with them, saying they were a fourth fourth place team which eventually the Marlins was a fourth-place team at that year, but I digress. But in any case, you know, if this deal goes down, this would be the best thing that ever happened to the Knicks, or rather to the Mets, since 1986. Shoot. You yeah. know? Yeah. I hope it goes down, man. I hope, you know, he, um, you know, he gets the, into the contract. I hope MLB... And these owners, man, they will not step step in the way and prevent the Mets from actually improving their franchise, man. And finally, becoming a major league team, spending-wise, alongside the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, you know, and, and the Phillies right now, who who stole Wheeler and and um, uh, who was I gonna say? And and the Joe, Joe Girardi. And uh, not to mention, they're trying to take Randone and Strasburg in this offseason. So, basically, the Phillies are basically having the offseason that I wish the Mets was having right now. You know, they're, they're going after the manager in place that I wish the Mets would have gotten this year. You know, Brody Van Wagner, man, he talked tough. He said, come get us. Well, the, the NL East, they came and got them. The, the Mets got got, man. Because yeah, even the Marlins are improving. Even the Marlins are improving. You know, the Braves, they, they got Cole Hamels, the former Philly. Um, trying to think, man. They All these teams are just, they just keep, they, they keep improving, uh, improving, man, this, their teams. Yeah, you said Hamels too, right? Hamels went back to the Phillies, didn't he? No, no, no. He went to the Braves. Oh, the Braves. Yeah, that's right. That, yeah, you're right. The Braves. Yep. Yeah, I mean, all of the all the teams are improving for real. Like, the only major move the Mets made was um, sign, it was trading for uh, Jake Moresnik, who, who I mean, this guy would would be, would be a five tool player if this guy could hit. I mean, he steals bases, you know, he steals bases greatly. He runs well, great defender, you know, but he can't hit a lick. You know, he couldn't hit his. He couldn't hit his way out of out of a wet paper bag, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Two thirty, like this guy's like a two thirty two hitter, man. If that was if that was currency, that would be enough to buy a token at at, at you know at a you know MTA or <laughs> or a, a fair, I should say. Yeah. Because we're not even using tokens anymore, but you get the idea. <laughs> I mean, come on. And that's basically what they did last year. They traded for K.R. Braxton. They traded some prospects for him, and that move didn't pan out, you know. So hopefully the Mets can have better success with that, and hopefully they could get Cohen, and um, he could he could um, turn this franchise, do a complete about face. And my my other thing is, why why wouldn't um, the Wilpons after they signed they just leave, man? They just exit. You know what I mean? Like, step out of the way and not have this five-year period. Do they think they could deceive the Mets fans into thinking, oh, if they, if you know, by a miracle this 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 deal goes through, and um, 
you know, the the um the Mets are finally spending the money and they, they eventually let's say they win a championship within this five year period. Do the the Mets do they honestly think the Mets are gonna be like, you know what? The Will Ponds, they finally turned it around. It's the Will Ponds. Nope. We're gonna be saying, Hey, it's Steve Cohen, man, they they you know, Steve Cohen, he's the M V P. He should he should be host, hosting up the the World Series MVP award, you know. I yeah. I mean, I come agree. on. And you know, this guy apparently, you know, he's a winner. You know, he, you know, he's. I mean, yeah, he has some shady stuff apparently, you know, um, with some inside trading thing. Yeah. But company. you know what I'm saying? And apparently, he, he inspired the the um, you know, the the main character or the the main boss character of um, the billionaire series, which I mean, I haven't watched. So, you know, but apparently he inspired, you know, that, that character. So, you know, so, you know, I'm hoping he can have that same passion and desire that he's rumored to have to turning this franchise around. And uh, let's, let's hope that's the case. Cause you know, the Mets, you know, they, they they're supposed to be, there's supposed to be two, you know, major league teams in 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 uh, New York, uh, you know, you know, ever since 1962. But right now, the only two major league teams in New York is, you know, the New York Yankees and the New York Boston Red Sox, because they're the only two teams that's playing <laughs> the money. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the only team, two teams, the Yankee fans care about. You know, you know what I'm saying? They only the only time the Yankees talk about the Mets is when they they take shots at the Mets, because you know. They they masquerade themselves as a as a major league team, well, you know. And, and also, Mets fans become Red Sox fans when they play the Yankees. <laughs> it's another thing. Well, yeah. I mean that is the case, but you know, I think that's not really the case anymore because the you know the the Red Sox have become the evil empire part too. But you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, what you're saying, you know, I can't fully deny that. But you know, hopefully, the Mets can. You know, show that they're, they're still in this league, they're still in baseball, man. Mm-hmm. And not, and they don't spend as they spend as much as the the Montreal Expos and not the um, not the Washington <laughs> Nationals. <laughs> but yeah, man, we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully, they could make this deal, and then start start making some moves. But we'll we'll see what happens. We shall see. And then um. The the um the the Jets man they're gonna be facing the Dolphins, um you know obviously they're trying to rebound from that horrible loss, you know they got um last week, when um that that was a game they should have they should have won that game, and especially the, their running game should have been on point but they they even they even used Le'Veon Bell who right now he can't even play tomorrow because he he has an illness. You know, hopefully he's okay and not you know protesting and be like, man, y'all guys didn't even y'all guys didn't even give me the ball. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be sick tomorrow. Watch, <laughs> wink wink. I'm not playing. Yeah, I mean the Jets have been playing real good lately, but yeah, that game against the Browns that was not a good game. They regressed in that game. And I think the the the, the Browns had their first win as a result because of yeah. that clunker of a game, man. It's like. You're the Bengals, you mean? Yeah, right. 
Yeah, Jets need to regroup this uh, tomorrow. You know, they need to because they were kick, they were kicking butt the last several weeks. Exactly, they need to bounce back, especially against a divisional rival. You know, they got the Fitzmagic. You know, he's gonna he came out of retirement. You know, now he's gonna try to whoop the Mets, uh, rather the Jets behind. And, and the the Jets gotta you know even though they're playing for pride you know because obviously. You know, they, they, they're not making the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens, you know, with the with the Jets, hopefully. And another thing, um, um, Jamal Adams, man, he, he injured his ankle, so he's, well, he's most likely might be gone for the rest of the year, even though he's, I think, what, two, two sacks away from um, saying a record. But Oh, wow. You know they gotta they gotta be cautious with him too. So, you know we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. And then on the other side of the you know, uh, of well, I was gonna say of the town, but really in the the stadium, the you know the Giants, they're gonna be battling the Eagles and they're gonna go go back to old reliable Eli Manning to yeah. try to um, defeat their old nemesis the the Philadelphia Eagles. What's your thoughts? Which were what could possibly, you know, be uh, Eli Manning's last hurrah? Yeah, I mean uh, Daniel Jones right now is uh, suffering from an ankle injury, so he's gonna sit and Eli's gonna start. Um, it'll, it's gonna be nice to see Eli uh, start again, see what he still has left in the tank, and to face his old nemesis, the Eagles. So you know, hopefully we get an old throwback Eli game. You know where. Uh, yeah, he throws a great game, and hopefully we're able to beat the Eagles. But, you know, at this point, it's the lost season, so, you know, I'm not expecting much out of this game. But hopefully we can get the win. Yeah. And you know what, you know what my solution to the Giants would be? What? Have the Eagles dress up as the, the, the Patriots, and they'll, they'll <laughs> win this game. That's my solution, you know what I mean? Well, both of these teams are the only two teams to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So that's <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> well, they might do the same thing too. Eagles might do the same thing too. <laughs> have Have you visualized you guys in in a in a Patriots uniform? <laughs> so, yeah, it might be the battle of the Patriot killers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that should be an interesting game, you know, to see. You know, Eli come back, you know, and try to, um, you know, you know, show that he, he, you know, he, he might still got it, you know. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him, see what he still got. Yeah, man. So you know, I hope, I hope he does well. But um, shifting gears, talking about a old veteran trying to reclaim his his greatness. The Miz, he's gonna be battling the um the the, the uh, Bray Wyatt. I can't even say the Fiend because now uh, apparently the Fiend is has uh, it kidnapped um uh, Daniel Bryan, who was supposed to be battling um uh you know Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's supposed to be battling the Fiend Bray Wyatt at the pay per view event, but apparently. Daniel Bryan got kidnapped by the Fiend, and now the Miz, Daniel Bryan's greatest adversary, 
he's, you know, now beefing with um with Bray Wyatt. And now now um Bray Wyatt is gonna be battling the Miz for the title. And he's not gonna be the fiend. He's gonna be the the newer the um the newer version, the fun the funhouse the five five funhouse version of himself. So it's gonna be interesting how, how what's gonna be the dichotomy of his character. Is he just gonna have the 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 theme song playing and he's he's just gonna be waving at the audience as he enters the ring? Like I I don't know what's gonna be the, the whole dynamic of him just being Bray Wyatt, the new the newly reformed Bray Wyatt instead of you know the fiend, the 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 fiendishly scary, you know, the fiend. Instead of now, he's gonna be this newer version of Bray Wyatt. What, what's your thoughts on this feud and Bray Wyatt's upcoming uh, match, the title defense, you know, at the TLC? Well, I mean, this storyline has taken a weird, twisted turn. I mean. Kidnap Ray, um, Dave, um, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, and now you're having the Miz get involved in this. I mean, it was kind of like a curveball. Yeah, kind of shocking to see and weird. And also, I have Bray Wyatt's Funhouse character now wrestle. I mean, they should <laughs> just keep that in the Funhouse, not have him like even sit in the ring. I don't know why WWE is going that route, but you know. Uh, that's that's another weird thing about it, but um, it's gonna be interesting to see how this Daniel Bryan storyline turns out. You know, I mean, might it, it, is a Bray Wyatt gonna somehow turn Daniel Bryan? Maybe, yeah, or be aligned with him. You know, I'm because I'm thinking that's that's what it's gonna lead to. Maybe that's what it looks like. He's gonna re realign with him because if you remember the match record of uh, the episode was family, and he said. You know, I once had a family once, and then they briefly showed, you know, the former White family where where they had, um, you know, uh, Luke Harper, Eric Warren, and uh, for like two weeks, Daniel yeah. Bryan or uh-huh. Daniel Wyatt, as he was called, within that two week period. So it's gonna be interesting what they're gonna do. And then there's rumors that Liv Morgan might be the, the sister Abigail character or uh, Sister Abigail-like character, you know, yeah. when she returns. Wow. So that's going to be a, another interesting dynamic within itself, you know. So I don't, I don't know what's, and you know that's a weird thing. Like Miz, Miz defending Daniel Bryan, his longtime adversary. Yeah, strange. And then strange. he gets rewarded <laughs> by facing. <laughs> Bray Wyatt for the title, the universal title, you know, which would be strange. Yeah. Which would be the Miz's, you know, first title defense since, uh, you know, his, um, you know, his, his days when he was feeding with, with, uh, with J.D. King Lawler before J.D. King Lawler had the heart attack. Yeah. Which basically ended his, uh, WWE entering career. But I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm surprisingly intrigued, you know, by the by the matchup. Yeah, and I want to see how this Bray Wyatt Funhouse character turns out yeah. when he comes out. 
Yeah, because I wasn't even I. Yeah, because like you, I was just thinking I would have never thought they would have had the Funhouse version ever fight. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I never it never crossed my mind that this could be an option. Because up until this point, up until this week, you know the 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 um the Funhouse one is is so, you know, de- deceptively kind and you know. Show some hints of you know mis- you know mischievousness, but um you know but he he even when Seth Rollins invaded his place, you know he he showed that he was evil, but you know he was you know like his you know evil self, but then he he turned into like a like a I don't know like a for lack of a better term a childlike demeanor like why are you doing this I didn't do anything to you before yeah. Seth Rollins started attacking him and burned that the. Firefly house down, right? Well, apparently he has good insurance because now, I mean, like the next week, I guess because the fans were was criticizing WWE for bringing down the the fun house for for the right reasons. You know, he has the house back. Mm, wow. But um, yeah. Now I'm really intrigued about what they're gonna do with this this feud now. Yeah, gotta wait and see. And then another few that they have is um, Lacey Evans, uh, since last week, doing a heel turn, or I should say a babyface turn. And, you know, she's feuding with um, Sasha Banks and Bailey, Or maybe just Bailey, uh, you know, for the for the woman's title. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's another... That's another weird storyline, kind of. Mm-hmm. Especially with Bailey, and Bailey, I still don't see her as a heel. But I know they should just put the title on Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is the real heel of the situation. It's like when yeah. you do Sasha Banks, she she like she becomes the sidekick. Yeah, even though she has yeah. the title, it's weird. You she know doesn't what I'm have that presence that you know. She doesn't. Sasha Banks is the legit boss, man. Like. Bailey is just a, a title holder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people, she's like an afterthought. It's like, hello, I'm just standing in the ring. It's like no one's <laughs> paying attention to her. Like, <laughs> my goodness. Like they, they, I mean, she she really needs to step up her game. Like she looks like she's only good naturally as a as a as a baby face. Yeah, yeah, that's all I see her as. Exactly. Like it's it's messed up, man. How. <laughs> How, you know how she's doing, like as a as a heel, especially with the whole Sheena Baszler thing, man. Like she mm-hmm. she can't live that one down. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on. Yeah, make it and, go back to her baby face already, man. For real, have have what's her name Sasha Banks turn on her, beat her up, take the title on her, and turn her back baby face because it's not it's not working. It's not working. Nope. It's not working at all. It's it's a bu- it's a bust, man. It's horrible. It, it's just it's just horrible. Like she should, if she's gonna be a heel, she should just stuck to the to the whole Kurt Angle, you know, Olympic hero. Like she she doesn't know that she's a villain, but she's she's doing heelish stuff. Yeah. That 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 was more natural to her. Yep. yep. Other than that, she should just she should just be a babyface. That's it. Like she, like she, she, she failed that experiment badly. And then, oh, uh, now I'm hearing rumors that apparently Charlotte Flair might not be happy with WWE. Oh really? 
I mean, what is she not happy about? That she's not she's a, she's not eleven time champion. Like she has a title all the time. I don't know if like she's the one that killed Bailey, Sasha Banks at one point, and um, yeah, man, she just keeps killing. Those when those girls had momentum when they first started out, especially um, a Bailey because Sasha Banks, you know, she feuded with with with, with Charlotte, you know, when they when they both won their first three title reigns. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, Sasha Banks just kept losing. She kept winning the the titles at Raw and then losing at the the upcoming pay per view events all the time, and that that really killed Sasha Banks' momentum until you know this um, resurrection she had. You know, ter- you know, turning her, her 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 hair color you know blue, being gone for like so many months and reinventing her character, but. The the reason why those characters died out was because they they feud with Charlotte, Charlotte Flair and Charlotte Flair just you know just keeps winning every time she faces those girls. Well, yeah, and she's I think a, that's, she's that's she, what, you know she's a John the female John Cena. Yeah, man. I mean, what is she upset about? She went she wins the title all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, jeez, man, she shouldn't even have beaten Oscar for the title. You know, leading up to WrestleMania. And then she won the title. Didn't she win the title again after that? I don't even remember. I lost. I lose count. Cause maybe I think probably. Because man, she she won the title like ten times. She's been in the company for like forty years, and she got the title like ten times. Like, what are you <laughs> what are you complaining about? <laughs> yeah. She's always gonna be a main main eventer. You know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the rumor is true. But there might be room. There might be some something to it because. She lost to the to the Kabuki Warriors in a handicap match, and and I'm I was shocked she lost because this is Charlotte Flair, you know she's she you know wins. She, she always wins, yeah, which which surprised me she lost Survivor Series too, so there could be some truth to that rumor. I mean I don't know, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else what else was there um. Oh yeah, the the Rusev and Lana story. I mean, come on, this story is, is 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 out of hand. Just have Rusev and him fight. Rusev and Lashley fight, man. This is this is this is this storyline is is going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, with the police now arresting, you know, Rusev. Well, before this is now, Lashley got arrested this past week for putting his hands on the officers. You know, mm-hmm. Even though he he's the one that filed the restraining order. Yes, exactly. WWE logic. Yeah. Pass it on. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the heck. I don't know what. I don't Probably know. Got arrested too, right? Yeah, because she slapped the cop. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, what did, what did she expect was gonna happen? <laughs> Shoot. I mean, this whole storyline is insane. I'm trying to think of any. Oh yeah. Baron Corbin versus Roman Reigns. I mean, it just went to a whole that crazy level of them chaining up Roman Reigns and, you know, pouring dog food on him. And, I mean, they're just in love. Vince McMahon is in love with King Corbin. I mean, like, and this is probably the first time I'm probably referring to him as King Corbin in a long time because he's not my king. He's not Jesus. <laughs> so I'm going to call him King Corbin. He sucks. So, in other words, anyway... Corbin, man, this this dude, man, they just keep rushing, they just keep force feeding him down people's throats, man. He sucks on the mic. 
his entering skills is mediocre at best. Okay, I'll give him, I'll give him the um, the uh, what was the, what's his? I'm trying to remember. Um, end of days, and th- what's the other setup? He has a setup move before end of days. I can't remember what it is. Um, hmm. Uh, See, end of days, and there's another movie he has. That I don't think it, it, it's not bad. I just can't remember the, how it goes. I think it's deep. Yeah. Oh yeah, deep six. The um. When he does like that total world kind of slam. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it, it fits his character, I guess. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing, but I mean, other than that, his his mic skills are horrible. The only the only time he he actually brought it was when he was feuding with Becky Lynch and The Rock on the mic, and he still yeah. got killed. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, his best that. performance, and he was torched by both of them, and that was his yeah, best exactly. performance. Yeah. I'll give him credit for at least showing up and trying, but you know, I mean, this guy—he's—he's he's been. This guy looks like he's—he's he's greener than the, than the Hulk, and, <laughs> and they're just pushing this guy because he has the look, kind of like his his evolved form. Um, the same that dude, the dude that they had, that uh, the, the the dude that they they called up, but then he had anxiety, so he he left. Oh and yeah, right. the racist, the racist comments apparently. Yeah, I forget his name. I forgot his name too. I, I, I'm sure some fans, you know, be like, are 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 yelling, you know, you know, at, at the top of their lungs, you know, to, to tell us what it is. But you know, I guess you could call in next yeah, I'm sure week. I'll remember when the show's over. Yeah, we will. We will definitely will. You know, you know, they could call in next week and. Um, let us know about you know the name of the show and any any other thoughts they have uh, next week. Anything you'd like to say before we go? Uh, uh just check out my show uh, Saturdays at ten. Or here in Boxer and come back here. Check out we'll show sports and legend every Saturdays at eleven. You heard the man. Check out both show both shows. Check out sports and legend every Saturdays at eleven. Uh, check out all the the channels from the beginning because uh th- congratulations thank you to block talk radio you know for you know putting making the episodes available again so now you can check out all the episodes relive the magic of it all the past episodes including the pilot episode so check that out check out the uh, youtube channel sports of legend tv new episodes coming up soon and of course check out imac every saturdays at uh, 10 o'clock. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Remo. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.